All right, ladies and gentlemen, a very good evening to you, fellow podcasters and listeners. Welcome again to another episode of Charlie Mike. Today, on this 4th of May of 2021, we have a mixed bag of things to talk about. And for all you Star Wars geeks out there, me included, may the 4th be with you. Let's get started in our talking points for today. We have on the docket this evening, leader versus boss, excuses, and we'll wrap it up with servant leadership. I try to keep in mind the length of my show so that um, you're not held hostage by me just rambling on. 20 minutes is probably the sweet spot. That way people that uh, can listen on their breaks, commutes, or whatever small stint of time that you may have in your day, uh, you can go ahead and just knock it out. I'm not an audiobook by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just a novice podcaster who has a passion for leadership and people. So let's Charlie Mike, shall we? All right, first topic, leader versus boss. So just remember, um, leaders teach you why and how to do it to where a boss tells you what to do. All right, there's one small caveat to this uh, first topic. Leaders teach you why and how to do it. Okay, um, let's take myself... Uh, as an example, when I started at my current company, uh, you know, they basically threw me the keys and say, hey, you know what? You don't know how to drive a stick, but uh, you'll figure it out. And I'm being silly, of course. I, I work in the uh, I work in another industry, not the automobile industry. Um, I leveraged the uh, the experience and the know-how of my team because I knew nothing about the position that I was in. Uh, the men and women that I worked with made me successful and made me what I am today. Do I still have a lot to learn? Absolutely. But they gave me the tools in order to get the job done. And I learned something from them every single day. So that way, um, should I be in a position to where I have to run a few things by myself, hey, they've already taught me what right looks like and I can get things to where they need to go. A boss boss all all, all they want to do is they want to they want numbers they want performance they they want everything without that human element so long as the job gets done they don't care how it gets done don't be that kind of person Uh, be the person that that is the teacher the coach and the mentor you can learn from everybody on your team i promise you can right leaders are experts at emotions and people Bosses are subject matter experts. Let me read that again. Leaders are experts at emotions and people. Bosses are subject matter experts. What does that mean? Um, Leaders have empathy. Leaders don't talk at you. They talk to you. Does that make sense? Think about that. Uh, They're actually listening to what you have to say. They're, they're, They're keying on your tone of voice. They're keying on your body language. Bosses are subject matter experts. You know, they they sit there and they're like, all right, here's the math problem. Two plus two equals four. It better equal four by the time we have to, you know, end our shift or end the day. Um, subject matter expert, they just want the job done. They don't care how it gets done. Taking, stripping all emotion out of it and not caring. Um, very, very, very big difference in uh, how that's done. Leaders also want you to be successful. Bosses want you to perform um so what does that look like you know let's let's take for example on uh, on the team i'm currently on i've had some people leave um my team and um they left because there were greater opportunities or they they saw a promotion that they applied for and lo and behold they got it and 
that's exact. That's exactly what a leader does. They, you know, we as leaders should want our team members to be successful. We want them to be ten times better than we ever were. That's exactly the way I want every last person that I've served with and I, that I will continue to serve with uh, to be. I want them to shoot for the stars and universes beyond our stars. That's exactly how I feel about it. Uh, bosses just want you to get the job done. Hey, I got. 6,000 widgets that I need packed by the end of our shift, and I expect 6,000 widgets to be packed. Um, you know, performance is their only metric, is, their only, is the only thing that they measure. Uh, not, not too effective, especially when you're talking, um, when you're, you know, you're talking about 50 to 60 people that you collaborate with on a nightly basis. Um, very, very difficult. Uh, if, you, if you truly care about your team and you want them to be successful miracles will happen milestones will happen you're going to get to the next level because they will have pushed you there and in turn all the teaching coaching and mentoring that you do they in turn are going to be just as good if not way better than you ever were that's where you that that's the sweet spot leaders are respected bosses demand respect did you hear me? Hello? Is this thing on? Leaders are respected. Bosses demand respect. So the, one of the biggest things that I can think of is, um, again, being in the service. Um, you know, our, our commander would walk into a room and immediately fill the room with respect, uh, with motivation, with candor, with courage, without even saying a single word. That's the guy that you know in a firefight or if he told you, hey, walk through that wall. You're going to do, do your damnedest to try to get that done. Um, a boss, here's what that looks like. And they demand respect. A boss demands respect by, hey, you're going to respect me because of my position. You're going to respect me because who I am in the company. You're going to respect me because of the rank on my head. No, absolutely not. Don't, don't be a boss. Um, be a leader. Be compassionate. Be genuine. Be there for your team. Do you understand what I'm saying? Be there for your team. Be available. Not just available in time, but be available emotionally. That'll, that'll pay. Now we're going to move on to one of my most favorite topics in the leadership world. We're going to talk about excuses. Everybody knows what excuses are, right? You know, it's kind of like that old saying, hey, you know, I, I apologize if uh, I offend anybody, uh, but this is an open forum, so we're, we're going to tell it like it is. Excuses are like assholes, right, people? Everybody's got them. And trust me, I have fallen into the pitfall of making excuses for myself, and I will tell you that was, uh, that was, a, that was me being a, a young kid, not not knowing my uh, not knowing my head from a hole in the ground, and um, you know I needed to to hone my hone my craft, hone my skill. Um, you know, leaders don't make excuses; they execute. Do not fall into these traps. And here's a couple of quotes that we'll discuss. Um, I'm waiting on someone else to do something. What? You're waiting on so someone else to do something to make a decision. Meanwhile. You, you, you got a dumpster fire happening around you? 
You've got people running all over the place, not knowing what the hell they're doing. Don't wait for it. Don't wait for someone else to give you the go ahead, especially if it's an unsafe situation, especially if we're, you know, things are being broken or things are breaking down. Just execute, make a decision, make a safe decision, ensure no one gets hurt, uh, stop the chaos and move on. But please, 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 even if you're an experienced leader, acting in the way of chaos is better than just sitting there and looking hopeless and helpless. Uh, your team will have better respect for you and they'll have much more courage uh, to execute and act on the floor. Here's another one. I don't have enough time. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a leader, you have the time. You make time. You have five minutes in your day. You have ten minutes in your day. And I'm, I'm speaking specifically uh, a lot for salaried employees. You know, um, I'm never off the clock. That's the way I feel about it. I'm, I'm, I'm a salaried, salaried employee, and um, my team knows they can contact me 24-7. I don't care what time, time of day it is. I don't care what time of night it is. You know, I may not get a text. I may not get a message or a phone call or something because, you know, I, I got to catch up on that thing we call sleep. Uh, you know, I can't, I can't be ineffective and be tired on the floor, but anybody at any given time can always reach out to me because that's what a leader does. Don't ever, ever tell an employee or a member of your team that you don't have enough time because guess what? The one takeaway that they get away from that when, when you tell them that is you just don't care. You just don't give a shit. And that's unacceptable. 100% unacceptable. I haven't done this before. Folks, do you know how many do you know how many tasks in my day or in in the you know some of the jobs that I've been in that I've never done before? I'll take the soda industry. Um, I'm not going to name the company or anything, but I used to work for the food and beverage industry and walking into that plant, you know, we had a a a bottle filler and a can filler. You know, the can filler filled 1,100 cans a minute. The bottle filler filled 750 bottles a minute. How scared do you think I was? Exactly. I was terrified. Didn't know how to, I mean, you might as well have, those instructions on that machine might have, you know, might as well have been written in Mandarin Chinese. Um, but that's okay because I had a seasoned crew that knew exactly what they were doing. Uh, be humble be willing to listen, be willing to learn. That way you can turn this, I haven't done this before, to, you know what, I got you. Go ahead and take your break. I'm going to run your machine while you're on break, and we're going to we're gonna continue operations. That way there won't be a break in our numbers, and, and we're going to get this done. I haven't done this before. No, definitely another excuse you never want to use. Um, this last one, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of kind of shaking my head a little bit, kind of kind of rubbing my face because this one really, really, uh, really chafes my ass. Quote, unquote, it's my team's fault. The hell it is. If you're a leader of any caliber in any organization, you assume responsibility for what that team does or what it fails to do. And guess what? If they do it right, you give them all the credit and you hang back in the shadows and you applaud them with everybody else. You don't take that credit. Your team is the one that, that did that for you. Now, um, 
if your team fails at something, okay, not a problem. You go ahead and you take the lickens, you know, you, 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 take, you take the ass chewing from the boss, uh, and you never, ever throw a team member under the bus. You take care of that stuff in private. You, you, know, you grab your team together and say, hey, guys, you know what? We missed the mark. We missed the mark. Here's why. Here are the metrics. But here's what we plan to do going forward so that this doesn't happen again. It is never your team's fault. If you're a leader, it's your fault. Suck it up. Drive on. Fix the problem. Execute. All right, so our last topic that we're going to discuss uh, this evening is servant leadership. This is one of my most favorite topics in the entire world because even the, even the topic title itself, servant leadership, if that doesn't give you a chill down your spine or goosebumps on the back of your neck, you're probably in the wrong business. Um, I've always had a mantra for uh, any team that I've been blessed to, to lead, and it's, it's simple as this. I work for you. You do not work for me. Let me say that again. I work for you. You do not work for me. Um, listening versus hearing. So in the in the I work for you, you do not work for me. You gotta you gotta listen to your team. You gotta listen to what the roadblocks are, what their challenges, what their barriers are. Especially, you gotta be able to give them the resources that they need to do their job. Serve them. Be humble. Ensure that they have all the proper tools to execute. I guarantee you, um, when you do this, you'll have a happy, proficient, and very efficient team. Um, listening versus hearing. Um, let, let, let me let me let me break that down for you. When I'm listening to you, I am actively engaged in eye contact. I'm looking at you, and I am soaking in everything that you are saying. I am hanging on every word so I don't miss a piece of information to where I can either help you with a problem or make an informed decision that we need to in order to to accomplish the mission, okay? Hearing you. So if I just hear you, that here's what that means to me. It's basically just in passing. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. I, I heard you, you know, and we'll, and we'll get to it. You know, we'll figure it out. And there's no resolution to the problem. Uh, that that uh, that can leave some very 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 unhappy campers, and I I, I don't ever I don't ever want to do that. I want to do my best to listen to somebody and make sure that they have the solution to their problem, or even if they just want to vent. Maybe they just want to come to you and say, "Boss, I'm having a real piss poor day. Can you help me? Or can you can you just let me, you know, vomit all over your table for?" For a couple of minutes, sure, man. I'm your I'm your dude. Come on, let's go outside. Let you know. Let's have a smoke. Uh, let's take a Let's take a lap around the the production floor, and we'll, and we'll chat. Empathy. Leaders show empathy, and that's the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. The ability. The ability to understand and share feelings of another. Hey, Kenny over there. He's uh. You know he's looking pretty. Uh, he's looking pretty down. Like I, I don't. You know what, what happened? Well, hey, come to find out. You know Kenny's grandmother died two days ago, and he has no clue how he's gonna get to services for his grandmother. Oh my gosh! Like, you know, figure out how to embrace the concept of empathy because once you embrace the concept of empathy, you embrace your team. You embrace 
their feelings. You embrace their emotions. Uh, the, the, you know, there are leaders out there that are scared to do that. Oh, it, it, it makes me a softie. It makes you a softie. It makes you a respected part of that organization is what it does. If you don't have empathy for your team, then guess what? You're doing it wrong. You're doing it real wrong. Persuasion. The ability to get an individual or team to do something. Hey, I need, I need 500 cases of this stacked on a pallet and loaded on a truck. Can you guys do that for me, please? Uh, you know what? There's a, uh, <laughs> there's an old saying. There's a couple of old sayings, you know, uh, and I've caught myself using them over the over the over the past. Uh, you put you put lipstick on a pig. Guess what? It's still a damn pig. Um, are there some tasks that are absolutely going to suck at work? For sure. Not only do I work on the night shift, but I work in an industry that is fast-paced. you got to make a lot of decisions, sometimes very quickly, and one kink in the armor or one kink in your chain, and guess what? Things can go badly very, very quickly. So... If there's a task that's coming up that I know is going to make my team uh, have the big old sad face, I just I just tell them, guys, I'm not even going to lie to you. This is going to suck, and it's going to suck bad. It's going to be like we're chewing on a handful of broken glass. But guess what? At the end, we're going to have happy customers. We're going to have, uh, you know, we're going to have happy senior leaders. And guess what? You're going to be able to tell the entire organization that you got that done, that you surpassed those numbers, that you ended up number one or number two across the United States in all of the organizations in that company because you had the tenacity. You were audacious in everything that you did. That's exactly, exactly how to persuade your team. If it's going to suck, tell them it's going to suck. You know, don't candy coat it. Say, hey, guys, this, this is, this is going to hurt. But guess what? We're going to be better. We're going to be better for it. Okay. Building community this is another one that um, I absolutely love to talk about. So building community, uh, a community allows employees to feel a sense of belonging, that they're part of something larger than themselves. Did you hear me? Larger than themselves, which gives meaning to their work and their lives as a whole. Perhaps most importantly, community is sustainable. I will tell you what. The team that I have, I always say families, families fight. You got brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts, uncle, you know, whatever. Families fight, right? There's always some kind of family drama. Your team is no different. They're going to squab. They're going to quibble. They're going to be pissed at each other. But that's okay. Because guess what? At the end of the damn day, you're still family. And just because Tony pissed off Kenny in a... You know, if somebody if somebody's come to if somebody's coming to hurt Tony and whoop his ass, Kenny's gonna rise up and he's gonna make sure that that he's protected because guess what? That's what families do. That's what teams do, and leaders ensure ensure that happens. So basically, servant leadership is exactly what you think it is. Serve your team. They don't work for you. You work for them, and you better make damn sure they know that because if if they can't trust you to take care of the, the, the difficult things like payroll, time changes, 
or, you know, family issues that they need, you know, let's just say they need some bereavement days because their grandmother or sister or brother or some other family member died. If they can't, if they can't trust you to take care of the small things, then, then why are you there? Serve your team. I'm telling you, it's the greatest feeling in the world when you can make somebody else smile. Every single day I look myself in the mirror and I say, okay, I need to help one person today, at least one person. And you know what? If I've done that, I consider myself a success. And if I didn't, all right, we've got some opportunities for the next day, and we're going to try twice as hard as we did than, uh, than the night before. All right? So just remember that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So what did we talk about today? A few things, actually. We talked about leader versus boss. Know the difference. Um, excuses. Be better than them. Be better than your excuses. You, you are better than that. And servant leadership. And I got to tell you, I appreciate everybody's support in this endeavor. It, it, it's a new hobby. And uh, again, I'm, I'm trying to hone my craft and get better with each episode. So all the feedback and everything that you guys give me, definitely, def- definitely appreciated. Um, I wanted to share my passion with the world and to those that have gotten me to this level. Uh, when I say this level, I didn't become a, I didn't become a good leader um, by looking into myself and... Uh, and saying, well, you know, hey, this is what I want to do today. No, I had great people around me. I had great leaders around me that taught me what right right looks like. And, um, you know, industry leaders like Jocko, uh, Joe Rogan, and, the, and Simon Sinek will always be the bar to reach. And make no mistake, that's exactly where I'm headed. Uh, that, that's, that's the level I want to be at. I want to reach thousands of people and in, in, in even in a thousand a crowd of thousands if I can just help one then I will tell you it's it's absolutely been worth it as always you can follow me on Facebook Instagram and Twitter or leave me a message or text on my Google voice number at 509-255-3659 that number again 509 509-255-3659 I'd love to hear from you, the listener, and see what's important to you in the workplace. What type of leader do you want to follow, and what type of traits you don't want in a leader? But most importantly, what does it take for you to Charlie Mike? See you next time, folks.